hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. What God has given me today on the 119th Psalm as we move into verse 82. So, you know, the connection to verse 81 and 82 is really phenomenal. We are in the hoof section, and the hoof being the idea of this sort of super consciousness that's above your head, sort of a crown. And, um, both verses 81 and 82, which are the first two verses, seem to have very much to do with desire and have very much to do with a longing. Um, as the verse we talked about yesterday is, my soul fainteth for thy salvation, but I hope in thy word. And today's verse 82, my eyes fail for thy word, saying, when wilt thou comfort me? Now, it, the connection between these two verses are amazing in that, <laughs> of course, as we talked about yesterday, the first verse in any section would be the wisdom of the hoof, while the second verse would be the understanding. And so we talked about the wisdom being that his soul was obviously longing for salvation, um, but his hope was in the word. The word that is used for word there, as we talked about yesterday, is debar, which is a masculine form of the word. And normally when you see that in the scriptures, <laughs> that word, word, they're talking about the word of the Lord came to me. And uh, it, it's a more common use of the word word is debar. But when it says in verse 82, the one we're talking about today, which is understanding, it says my eyes fail, again, that whole idea of really longing for thy word, well, here he uses the feminine version of the word, which is a mirror, which we've talked about this before, but this really gives us some insight, I believe, into the differences between these two words for word. And it says his eyes fail, in this case, his soul, his soul failed on wisdom and his eyes failed here under understanding, saying, when wilt thou comfort me? And, and so it's kind of cool to think that your soul is longing for salvation and your eyes are failing or, or essentially longing for comfort. And so we break this down a little bit and we just think about the words wisdom and understanding. And, and let me just preface this by saying, <laughs> I don't want to take any of the wonder out of Christmas. I, you know, the, the, the thing about this is way too wonderful for me, and I feel like I've got muddy boots, boots comp, you know, kind of just stomping around in this. But I just want to share what I have observed, and it really makes me even wonder more uh, as I talk about these things that I've observed in these two verses. Because when you think about your soul, especially since it's in the fesh and in Hebrew, and I know if you love the Word of God, you're you love Hebrew, and that's the reason why you're listening, is to get some insight here. Well, the word nefesh has a pay in it, and that pay means mouth. And, and so it's interesting to me that we thirst in our mouth. Um, you know, if you, <laughs> when I exercise, you know, my mouth gets dry, and, and you have a tendency to thirst in your mouth. Well, when he's thirsty here, in other words, when he's, um, his soul is fainting, you know, he's, he's looking for the debar word. And time again, in the Psalms, there are three different places 
where it says his soul thirsts. And so it's interesting that your soul somehow is apparently connected to thirst, where your heart, I believe, is very much connected <laughs> to hunger. So you have this idea of hungering and thirsting, which again connects back to what Jesus did at the Last Supper, where he he provided wine and bread, right? But, you know, something for your thirst and something, you know, for your hunger. And, and so here you see, and when you take the idea of hunger and thirst <laughs> and just look at it being understanding and wisdom, you know, if you you know, want some understanding and you want some comfort, you're most likely going to your mom. (laughs) If you're wanting a a good idea or you're wanting some wisdom, you're probably more likely to go to your dad. And and, and this is the idea of, you know, God is so genderful, right? He he provides both ends of the spectrum. Um, But I don't know if you've ever thought about it, that, that, you know, if you were thirsty you know, you'd probably go to your dad because he could dig a well. <laughs> but if you were hungry, if you're in my house, you know, uh, when I was growing up, you went to your mom, okay? And again, with the whole idea of genderful, and, and I'm not making any stereotypes. I know there's wonderful men cooks, and I'm sure there's women that can dig some phenomenal wells. But I'm just saying, it, it, you know, when I really want comfort, I love that feminine touch, right? There's a, there's a hug you can get from your mom that you just can't get from your dad. I don't know what that is. You know, if I hurt myself, I'm running to my mom because I'm looking for comfort. Well, interestingly here, as you see, if we compare these two verses, when it says that he feigneth for thy salvation and he hopes in thy word, that word is debar there. And so he, he, that is that masculine idea of a soul that is thirsting for Yeshua, as we talked about yesterday. But here, in the second verse, he's looking for understanding because he's saying, when will thou comfort me, right? And his eyes are hunting for that, and here's this connection to this idea of, of you know, essentially hunger, that, that our hearts are what hungers, and our eyes are connected to our heart. There's no doubt about that in my mind. But again... You know, I'll let you wonder with me because I'm still wondering about these things, but I find it absolutely beautiful and something that's helpful to me to think about, gee, when, in the, when did I go searching the scriptures, right, with my eyes? Because here when my soul, you know, back in the first verse, you know, was thirsting, essentially, when my soul was, you know, then I was looking for Debar. But here, when I'm looking for comfort, I'm looking for a mirror. And so when did, I, when did I go to the scriptures looking for comfort? Well, I talked about in a few verses ago the time that I got cancer, and I wrote in, those, in the 38th Psalm, um, I had all these different red marks because I found a lot of comfort <laughs> in that particular Psalm. And I don't know if you ever noticed it, but there's a whole lot of comfort in the Psalms. And... and you know, in the twenty-third Psalm, there's a lot of places I go when I'm in the in when I'm going to the Word of God looking for comfort. And I guess my question to you is, where do you go? You know, when your eyes need comfort, um, for your heart, when you need understanding, like you know, it, it's interesting when your feelings get hurt is when you need understanding, right? 
It, and when you need wisdom, it's a different thing. I need a good idea, and I'm looking for debar. But here I'm looking for wisdom. I mean, here I'm looking for comfort. And, and so it's a beautiful thing that we know the Word of God provides both. But it starts here, and I don't want to miss this part in my own heart. It starts with not killing the desire. It's like, oh, well, I'll get by. You know, I don't need comfort right now. Well, my soul, my heart, <laughs> my heart needs that comfort. If I don't provide it through the Word of God, it will figure out a way f- for me to look at something that, that I shouldn't look at or a, a way for me to hunger for something that I don't need to hunger for. <laughs> And sometimes anger breaks out. All sorts of things happen when I don't get the comfort that I'm supposed to get. And and here's where David got his, okay? Here's where he got his wisdom. Here's where he got his understanding. But, but, but it, by not killing the desire, but by going to the Word of God in those two different ways, both masculine and feminine, in order to provide these things. So many other religions, you know, like Buddhism and those kind of things, they... In order to get to the next level, you're supposed to kill off all your desire. Well, here King David is clearly saying these are critical aspects to truly raising yourself into this this position uh, uh, that that God has for us of a life abundant, right? The stronger your desire, um, the more thirsty you are, the more wonderful that water tastes. The more hungry you are... (laughs) You know, the better the food tastes, you know, in order to delight in God and delight in his blessings, it takes a very strong desire. And so as we look at this idea of wisdom and understanding of the hoof, I hope you've enjoyed the wonder of it because I'm still wondering. I'm honest. I don't completely begin to understand this. I probably have more questions than I did when I started. That's okay because it's just wonderful to think, oh, wow, I can get comfort in the scripture. I can get wisdom from the scriptures, and I can get salvation from the scriptures. It's a beautiful thing. Thanks for listening.